0: Morning, y'all. Morning, morning, morning. This is our
1: ninth, ninth
0: episode. Welcome to the Urban Village. 9 Nine, y'all. Nine. Goodness gracious. That was quick, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. It is Shawana Carter, founder and executive director of Carter's House, and I am your chief hope dealer, because I deal in hope. And um, I am joined with my girls. I have Aiken's. What's up, what's up, what's up? Yep, yep. And I brought JJ. JJ Reynolds, CEO and founder of More Parallax Defined. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So you know how me and my girls get down. In case you have not uh, heard us before, we are a group of women who come on here uh, every other Friday. We drop an episode just to let you know some different perspectives on some things that are going on that affect our community. Yes, we are black women. Um, We are moms. We are aunties who have raised babies. We are community members. We love our community. We want to see the best in it. And so we're going to give you some different viewpoints, different perspectives. We hope that when you listen, you take the piece of meat that applies to you and throw the rest away. Um, And if there's anything you want to discuss with us, we'll tell you at the end of the broadcast how to get in touch with us. Um, We love guest speakers. So if you'd like to come and join us, let us know. It is. today is a special day it's a tough day for the three of us but it is a special day it's a happy sad day. it is a happy sad day. happy
2: tears
0: today is our tribute to fathers um and daddies are amazing right um we all know that we are all daddy's girls um <clears throat> excuse me i am so sorry yo but as we give tribute we'll do some discussions about who our fathers were and why fathers are important um And we'll also discuss a little bit about um, why the community, why our community needs fathers and father figures um, and how that affects uh, the young girls and boys in our community when you're not there. Um, And so um, we're just going to roll a little bit with this one right here today. And so I will start. So as the, um, the last holiday that I spent with my father was Father's Day. So, um, and he passed away on June 22nd. So, Father's Day is always a mm. sweet, bittersweet day yeah. for us, um, myself and my four siblings. The last Father's Day we spent with my dad, um, we actually, um, had my brothers drop off all the kids. Um, mm-hmm. so we had all the grandchildren in the room, mm-hmm. and uh, my sister and I got them all together and we, um, had them make Father's Day cards. Aww. And then I have a video of them going to present them. You the and the video. I, kept, I still have the video. And it's all the kids going up and saying, Happy Father's Day, Paul
2: And
0: all the things. And he's sitting on the couch watching TV, half sleep. But um, we didn't know that that day would be our last big day. Right? Um, the next day I took him to the hospital because he wasn't feeling well and he had passed out. Um, and my brother found him and was like, come get him. Um, and so when I got to him, I took him to the hospital and they said he had a he had a pacemaker put in a few years back. And they was like, oh, well, you don't need it anymore. So we can go ahead and take it out. And uh, when they went to take it out, um, they tell us that they uh, told him he had a blood clot. He didn't tell any of us. And before they even put him under, as soon as, before they even cut him open, excuse me, as soon as they put him under, the uh, blood clot moved, and he had a pulmonary embolism. Mm. Father died on the table, and uh, so we had seen him the night before. We'd all gone to visit, right, and uh, laughed at his in his room. And when we left, he was like, "See you tomorrow, Daddy." Those are always hearty laughs. Oh gosh, he's the clown. Uh, my best, my best <laughs> memories of him. My brothers and I all have the same thing. Every now and again, we have a dream, and you can hear him laughing in your dream. And that is the most beautiful sound. Um, My brothers and I will... My father loved to dance. And so we will have... um, We will imitate him. And my brothers do it better than anybody. (laughs) Uh, But we will imitate him and giggle and play. But when I... My sister and I, when we... uh, We are both daddy's girls. But when we... um, talk to each other especially on a rough day and especially now that both of us are divorced um and when we but the first thing we said, I heard daddy laugh and she was like oh well it was a good dream then um because you can hear him giggling um it is the best because he had that That's infectious awesome. laugh That's So if he was awesome. laughing it didn't really matter how goofy the joke was that he told us you found yourself laughing you too. cannot help it right you just <laughs> you just cannot uh but help yourself but to laugh um but my father was, it was, a, he was a much, he had a much bigger presence than I realized mm-hmm. in the lives Thank of my children. You know. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like we, you know, it's my daddy, right? And so we just, my siblings and I was just like this daddy. Um, but the, and my son, for my oh, for my son, that is his pawpaw slash daddy because I was a teenage mom. Right. And his father was in and out. But my father was his constant. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he turned into a teenager and then into a man... He was that male figure. He is the male figure for my kid. Mm-hmm. And so he took it, still takes it very hard. Um, he, that's probably there are a few birthdays that my son remembers clearly. Pawpaw's is one. Um, and when he started dating his current girlfriend, he lit, that was the first time that he had said, I'm going to take her to go meet Pawpaw. And He took her to the cemetery to meet my dad. That's amazing. Uh, and it was, it was, my mom was like huh but then my brother did it with his girlfriend like you know it's important it's important um and he's okay and um but that my, my father when i realized i didn't realize the magnitude of his presence in their lives my kids lives mm-hmm. until he was gone yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: and even for grace because grace was little but even for grace it was like it's pop it's powerful Like, my daddy would pick him up from school if I had somewhere to be, if I needed a sitter. When he retired, he would watch them. You know, he wasn't always... Um, the playful pawpaw mm-hmm. but when he had time he was a clown with the grandkids he <laughs> was a clown my father was old school we did a lot of playing in the sprinkler system in the backyard and I don't mean to kind of come out the ground I mean to kind of hook up to the water holes it's know. important yeah in your swimsuit or your shorts and a t-shirt go. go outside and run in the water while he watering the grass mm-hmm. uh, yeah it was that kind of thing you know he was <laughs> every now and again he cut up and 4th of July was our is our annual a family picnic and he would go out there and we put on his favorite groups it'd be some lakeside or some barcadets or something and he'd cut a rug <laughs> and I have plenty i have a picture of us <laughs> dancing together at his 60th birthday party my father loved to dance and laugh and have a good time and so those are the things that are the memories that stick um and it wasn't always sunshine and roses uh, but yeah but he uh, he was a real man yeah. right he was a real man um and he made sure we were okay he made sure we were okay and uh sometimes it is uh sometimes the uh the way girls look at their fathers is often um it leaves us in a place where men don't measure up
2: it's unfortunate it's tough it's tough it's i tough. think that to this day there the reason the main reason why i i am uh a single person is because my my dad Fortunately and unfortunately had a bar that was just set so high that there are, there's never been a man that has ever measured up. There was one man that my, that my dad gave approval to, but you know, we were, we were way too young. Thankfully that man has moved on, you know, and, and gotten married and has a beautiful family. But to this day, he's the only person. That had my father's approval
1: mm.
2: and and that's because he was a good guy, you know whether he remained one or not that thankfully <laughs> I am not around <laughs> to authenticate that one, but he was you know he was a good guy, my dad, kind of like your dad he was you know he was an he was an old school cat, mhm, you know he was an old school kind of cat, and he was that guy that I to this day I have no idea what he would tell these young boys when they would come through uh, his store. My dad's name was James, okay, and everyone called him Diamond J. That, that that's your new nickname, Bumper JJ, <laughs> Bumper JJ. It was Diamond J, and that's because he we had this beer and wine store, Diamond J's. Got it. Beer and wine, and so they would call him Diamond J, and they called us all Little Diamond. You know, for for whatever reason. I was just like, oh, you people do realize it's not my legal name. Okay, just so we're clear. But he was just, you know, he was one of those guys where every day he played dominoes. You know, by the end, he was, you know, by, he was nice and retired. Played dominoes every day, hung out with his friends, and was an all-around community supporter. But I never realized how much... Of a community supporter he was. I remember seeing some of the toughest guys come in and out this store because our store was in Southeast Dallas, okay. right up the street from uh, Fair Park, off of Lego. And some of the some of the rudest, crudest people would come through there at times, but it was something about my dad that commanded respect. Yeah, buddy. They were respectable. They were kind, even if they weren't kind or respectable to anybody else in their life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was something about my dad that commanded respect from these guys. And when the ones that were uh, a little more ragged around the edges, he would take them back in his office. You know, they have a nice little conversation, 15, 20 minutes. I swear these guys would come out of the office, completely different people. Mm. I don't know what the hell he was saying to those guys. Hey. But somehow, it was working. He would turn these guys from, you know, selling drugs. All of a sudden, when they come out, now they're talking about how they're going to go to school. They're going to follow the rules. Yeah, the magic. Like, what? What? I have no idea what he was doing. Because he saw diamonds in the rough. Mm. Maybe that's what it was, you know, but he was present every single day. I was very, very blessed where I truly spent every day with my dad. Love it. Started the day cooking. He was the cooker in our household. Most people come from, because I had the benefit of coming from a household of both my mom and my dad. And I say the benefit because I recognize not everybody has that, you know, ability. But in my household, my dad did the cooking. Mom only cooked for special events. Okay. She cooked for Thanksgiving. We definitely wasn't getting no sweets. Wasn't going down in the Reynolds household a negativo. Mm. But Daddy would get up in the morning and we would have cream spinach quiches. We would also... (laughs) (laughs) I made a face for toilet sister. Y'all know
0: it's coming. Y'all know it's coming. (laughs) She's trying to make me laugh, (laughs) y'all. She really is. We would
2: have bacon eggs we would you know he would do hash browns just a little bit of everything you know make sure of course grits was a part of that that's probably why I love grits the way that I do but dad was the very first person up every morning if nobody else was going to be there in the morning wake up daddy's going to be there even if we didn't have any money to spend you know for them to give us extra money for us to eat lunch at school, or be you know, and because of where we live, we didn't necessarily get a chance to be in a, in the free free uh, breakfast or a free food program. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter because at the end of the day, I was not home until I hit the block because when I hit that block, I could smell the food from down the block. I wasn't home until I was in the kitchen. Cause Daddy was in there, baby, (laughs) turning it up, turning it up. At the beginning, before he had, before we had the beer and wine store, he was a butcher. Okay. So if we didn't have nothing else, y'all had some meat. We had some meats, okay. And Daddy used to do that thing. He was a great person to talk to. He never got angry. He would let me ask him a billion questions. And never got flustered with me. I love it. Because of the amount of questions. Even though I know there were so many times he could turn around and be like, girl, leave me alone. Will you please leave me alone? Every time he went somewhere, I'm like, dad, can I go? Daddy, can I go? I want to go with you. What you doing? What you cooking? Where's that from? I'm going to put my finger in the middle of his food. I want some of that. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I want some of that. <laughs> I bit you down, Girl, you to come on missing. Was, there was five of us, four girls, and somehow my dad had the patience of, of like. Of Job. Of Job. Oh, my God. But it was just, it was amazing. So to lose him. Mm-hmm. Was something that, and I think if you talk to any of my siblings, we'll probably say in our own way that we were dad's favorite. (laughs) Be like, you know, they didn't really know, but I was actually his favorite. I was the favorite. favorite. No, I was the favorite. (laughs) And then that's because he, you know, he was that personable with kind of, with kind of everybody you know what i truly believe that the profession that i'm in now that allows me to take care of myself was because of daddy letting me have my way with that store so i learned about relationship management through through vendors and how to run a store and how to manage a budget all of that through watching him manage this store now this is a man who Dropped out of school in ninth grade. He had a ninth grade education. Mm. And his favorite word for anything that was just a bond, you know, uh, beyond his concept of understanding was off foot. When he first saw my uh, first saw my college on the Internet, when we first went and got a computer, he was just like, you know, he was so impressed to have this computer. And I would play on and be like, daddy, look at the program I can do. Look at this. He's just like he would just look at it. In amazement and be like, "Oh foot, Wow, he was a good man. He was a good guy, and it's so hard these days to find just good guys and you know, in their soul, not that you're some billionaire or this and that, but just truly have just a a a a soul that is full of light that is full of love that has a care and a concern for your communities in ways that are beyond what it can do back for you yeah Mm -hmm. and I think those things are extremely important that's probably why I'm still single because I've yet to find that person who truly has a love for their community And not just how they can poach it in ways that benefit them, that want to give back, who, you know, who understand that it's not just you dropping a couple of dimes. It's you, you know, you spending the time, put the time, work, in, put put the work in. in, get to know those neighbors that you don't like. I know, you know, they, they all get on our nerves. You know? Yes, indeed. You know, but we can get on people's nerves, too. Yes, we can. You know, so still stop and get to know them a little bit. But my dad just knew a ton, a ton of people. And I never really understood his fight or his blight mm. until after he passed. I never thought I could be more angry at God than I was in the moment that he left this earth. Man, listen.
1: Mm.
0: There is a um a level of frustration and anger that occurs when someone passes uh but it, well, I think even more so when um it's a a girl and her daddy. Mhm. There's a, there's a there's a level and i'm i'm born and raised in the church my father was a minister every man on my mama's side of the family is a minister and um you know i go you grow up with the church and you don't they'll people some people say don't question god i believe that god is real Quiz. we're clear about that because he says if you like wisdom ask so yes i'm supposed to question him yes. um but um there is a, a level of loss when a girl loses her daddy right and so and i i i'm I'm gonna wait but i want you guys as we move on to akins giving her peace on her pop um i was a real real lucky y'all like i had uh my daddy uh his name was eddie uh, that i told you about and when he um when we were kids, my daddy was cool. His his nickname was Sweet Eddie. Hey, and we still tease our mom about that. But um, <laughs> when I, I was I was blessed. My mother had me really young. She was fourteen, so I had the luxury of not one, not two, but three amazing men that I called dad.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Had my grandfather, had my godfather, and then I had my dad when my mama got married.
2: That is amazing, so
0: I had these three amazing men who took time to pour um into you and
2: who you are,
0: yeah, and they are all gone now, um, but it is um it was a joy, yep to know them, yeah, um, my grandfather was everything that is blue collar, he was everything that loved his family I mean. Seven children and a wife married for over 50 years.
2: And that just don't happen no more. Right.
0: Um, <laughs> he was everything that you see. Um, I mean, old school, hanging out in San Antonio with the vatos. My, my grandfather spoke Spanish, but he'll tell you in a heartbeat, I only know how to cuss. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was a pastor. And he was a real person, right? He was never a fake person with us. He was always real. Um, I got one whooping from him as a kid. Um, My auntie, who's a year older than I, we were like, we grew up like sisters. Mm -hmm. And the one time he said, if I hear y'all fight one more time, you're going to get a whooping. Girl, he came around that corner. I thought he was playing. Came around with the thunder. With the thunder, JJ. (sighs) And I got a whooping. And I looked at him like, you just
2: hit me. It's real. It's real. He hit me. I got a whooping. I'll never do it. I'll never do it Girl,
0: I never got in Just trouble with never. him again. Never. I had never. Um, but he would, I'd spend my summers with him because uh, my aunt and I were so close. Uh, I would literally go to my, my grandparents' house like the week after school let out and stay the summer so my auntie and I could hang out because she's the baby of the family so everybody else was grown.
2: Gotcha. And
0: it would be me and her mm-hmm. and hanging out. And... Um, But my grandfather was there as a pastor many days running through the church, playing church, because he would be upstairs in his study getting ready for his sermon. And we would be down playing on the organ or the (laughs) piano. Uh, We spent plenty of time at revivals and riding across town to hear him preach. Yes. Um, and then there came my godfather. My mother had me. Uh, my mother still needed to finish high school. And my godparents. Uh, so I had three moms and three dads. So when nice. we do our Mother's Day <laughs> episode, I have some three whole moms. Triple, yeah. Loving I got love in there. every which direction. You know what I'm saying? This is, I think this is why I have so much to give away. <laughs> um, but then my godfather, uh, Arthur Kilby, um, he and my godmother had been married... I want to say it had been about maybe 10, 11 years when my mom, uh, my godmother was best friends with my grandfather. So when my mama got pregnant and needed to finish school, my godmother and godfather brought me home from the hospital. Gotcha. And I stayed there until she graduated high school. And my godfather is, was totally awesome. Coolest, calmest cat you'd ever met. Um, Apparently I got one whooping from him as well. Um I, all it takes with you no it's not because that's Eddie Carter he just told you no it took way more than that um, <laughs> oops <laughs> oops but um, I was about two or three and uh, I never called my godfather dad I called him pop or my old man but most of the time I just called him art his name was Arthur okay most of the time I just called him my art that's my art um, and even to this day i say that's my art Um, but, um, I was about two or three and he had said something to me and I walked up to him and I spit in his face and my God mama say, baby, I ain't never seen him whoop you. And he told him thighs down and that was the only one I ever got. Like, yeah, I bet, you know, spitting on people is bad. It's the only one I ever got. Um, spitting on people is disgusting. It is. Um, but, uh, he was, uh, my protector. Gotcha. All the time. Gotcha. Um, I would go visit him and my godmother in the summertime um, so that my summers were always full mm-hmm. I would leave and go to my grandparents house then go to San Antonio for a few for about a month that's back when you had End of May was in the end of school. Yep. and you went all summer off. Uh-huh. So I would do
2: a month in Waco, and then a month the re, it'd be, it'd be the rest of it. So I because yeah, be like, it was the beginning of May that you would get off. So it'd be like May, June, July. You'd be the you'd yeah. yeah June, July, July, and August to go back in September.
0: So mm. you get the full June, July, August off and go back to school after Labor Day. Nice. So I would do nice. June. I would do to like two weeks at my grandmother's house, it, but most of my grandparents lived in Waco so both sides my dad okay. and my mom's side okay. so I would do a month in Waco so mm-hmm. to see both sets of grandparents and then the rest of my summer I would go to San Antonio nice. and I'd be gone literally until like the weekend before school starts back
2: No, like and she I, ain't coming back to yeah. the yeah my so grandparents to get to get would put me back
0: on a plane and send me back home and I'd come back with another suitcase full of clothes for school and I'd walk, go home take my shower put all my clothes away and by Monday morning I'm going to school there you go, right? Or I go back schedule. to I go back to Waco. My mom picked me up in Waco, and then we go home. But that's how my my summers would go every nice. summer. Nice. So I had art, and art was much like Mr. James. Mm-hmm. Uh, art was our he was the cook at home, right? To the point that when I moved out, yeah, I ain't know my God mama could cook, cause I ain't never seen her cook.
2: Oh my Jesus!
0: My Godfather did all the cooking. <laughs>
2: That man going to make a pot of gumbo like nobody's business. I'm trying to tell you, you Listen, don't sleep on these gentlemen. Will, I'm trying to will, tell you. Um,
0: I knew he had been in the military, um, but I didn't realize until um, he got older, much older, um, that he had retired from the military. Mm-mm. He was in the Air Force. Okay. Um, and then he uh, went on to be a mechanical engineer at UTSA and retired from there nice um and um he had he was born in Tennessee in a little big town called Harriman Tennessee It's not even on a map I want y'all to know that. I thought that was a joke until I looked on the map. And it is not there. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful space. I mean, mm. hills, it's in a mountain. So hills and beautiful green rolling grass. Houses are gorgeous. A little small town. Nice. Everybody know everybody. Nice. Um, big old, big old black church at the center of town.
1: Oh. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's real nice, but um, not on the map. But uh, grew up there and uh, during, born in 1928. Okay. So went through the depression, went through mm-hmm. civil rights. Uh, worked as a bellhop in a hotel during the civil rights. Uh, went to fight in Vietnam twice, mm. um, and um, he's seen a lot. You know, yeah. I think that's what it does
2: a lot. Maybe for that older generation is is kind of their experience and what they what they saw. You know, kind of really maybe that is what provides that calm that we you know that we don't understand my grandpa was a sharecropper and my dad a lot of people funniest story that I actually learned from my sister of all people because she would talk to him they would some would say that she was the favorite I do not agree Mm. but he actually uh my dad met uh Martin Luther King wow when he was uh when he was coming through Dallas and at the time, he was still uh, gathering supporters for uh, for the big march that, of course, you know we we know would come later. And uh, Dad Dad was working uh, some menial job at the time, but uh, at this point, of course, he he had. Uh so I was, wasn't born yet, but um, Martin comes in with his, uh, with his guys and he's, you know, he's giving my dad his spiel, you know, or, you know, giving the, giving the black spiel of what, what you need to hear in order, you know, to support, support his cause and what he's trying to do. And so dad, like, you know, he sits down and lets Martin go on and give him, you know, give him everything he's got. And he's like, all right. All right. I'll let you say, you know, all right, brother, I'll let you say what you got to say. Now you and your boys, y'all get on out of here now. Y'all get on out of here, because I got a family. I got a family to support. So I can't, you know, I can't be tied up with you and your, and your your boys and, and what you're doing. So y'all just get on out of here. And I was like, are you kidding me? Hmm. My dad dressed Martin Luther King up and down. That is fabulous. <laughs> I really thought I was going hear to hear a story of support. Like, get on in there, daddy. And he was like, "Yeah, no, you, y'all just get on out of here now. Get going on now. Go on. Mm-hmm. I got I got, got, stuff to do. Got family to take care of. I got to feed my people. I know. It was it was shocking. I was like, dad, mm. oh, I'm so glad you're not around right now. I kind of be like, what were you doing, pops? What yeah. What were you doing? Yeah. Come
0: on here, girl. You said nobody like you don't want to say nothing. I know she holding it in. This ain't her favorite time of the year.
1: This is not my favorite time of the year. Um, I've always been a daddy's girl. Always been. We've, we've had our ups. We've had our downs. We've had our ends. We've had our outs. Yeah. But through it all, he's always been my biggest supporter. When my mom couldn't be there because she had to work or it was somebody in the family that was sick and she was taking care of them. He made sure that I was where I was supposed to be doing what I was supposed to do. He was a very private person, but he knew everybody and everybody knew him. <laughs> and it's like, who your daddy? And I say, Shorty, uh huh, you might want to watch what you're doing because I'm sure gonna go tell it. Mm so everybody knew who he was they knew what he expected Mm. and they respected him they didn't do things in front of him that they knew he wouldn't approve of Mm -hmm. because of how they saw him how they envisioned him and who he was Mm -hmm. he always made sure we went to church now see the thing I liked about him though a whole whole lot we would go to Sunday school cause you know him and my mama had to teach oh but after Sunday school was over oh. we be lining to the
2: car
1: <laughs> went to church with daddy he would say alright now when church is over with we leaving see so that means don't talk to sister so uh-huh. and so and brother so and cousin and you gon get yeah, left yeah, yeah, mm. And he wasn't playing. I'm going to leave our yeah. church was in Novice, Texas, mm-hmm. right there before the border to get to Oklahoma or out the city. Mm. That area right there, that's where our church was. That was 30 minutes outside of Paris, Texas. Mm. So, guess what? We had family and friends. You can catch a ride if you don't get in this car.
2: Because mm. back in the day when they said they was going to leave you.
1: They left. That sounded like they when we was that. going
0: to Rosebud and a lot outside yeah. of Waco. Yeah. That's way out there in the country. Where ain't nothing but the big horse flies. Big, we went. We went to, we,
2: our church was in Elmo, Elmo, Texas.
0: I know where that is. Yeah.
2: We've
1: been there before. Yeah. If you sneeze, you will miss it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the thing about Arthur City, because you will too. You go straight through it in five ten minutes. There you go. You crossing the you crossing the bridge. You in Oklahoma. There you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what happened to it? Oh, we already been there. Fell asleep. You missed it.
1: <laughs> Gone. But you know, we had some good times. Good. And July was always the month for us because I share my birthday with my brother. Yeah. Okay. His is the sixth and mine is the eighteenth. And so you know, July fourth. We'd always have a good July Fourth. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we celebrating birthday.
2: There you go. That's it.
1: So, Daddy always made homemade ice cream. Oh, Ooh. hamburgers on the grill. Yes, indeed, and ribs. Hey, not to mention that fried bologna.
0: Oh, yeah, that's
1: country. Let's grill you know, real, We y'all. go get the whole big loaf. That's put beautiful. it on the grill and smoke and it. Put the gr- Put it on the grill. Make sure it was all burnt on the outside. That's dad. that barbecue yes. bolo. And then slice it. On See, that's her. what they have over there. See, okay, I thought that came from Fort
0: Worth. Because in Fort Worth, they make that barbecue bolo mm-hmm. just like that. I know somebody from Fort Worth, and I made him make me some, Because I was like, you got to be kidding. This isn't real. It is, and yeah, he, he is made is it for me. And
1: I was like, this is really good. Yeah, exactly. This is heaven. That's the best thing of in life. Mm-hmm. We used to sit there and wait for him to get out from work in the morning. <laughs> he would try to sneak into the house and drop yeah. his work stuff off, change his clothes. He said, what y'all doing up? We going to the store with you.
0: Well, you, didn't my, <laughs> you didn't know? He told know.
1: damn, no. I thought y'all was going to be asleep. <laughs> uh-uh, we ready to go to the store. Because you know, if you were up, they didn't wake you they up. Everybody no. waking you up go. I'm went. gonna go. There you go. But see, that's when we got the Kool-Aid, them potato chips, and that lunch meat that we wanted with go. the bread. But if you miss the bus... You guess nothing, nothing, for and you choice. can't complain. Mm-mm. You have to eat what you're given, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But Daddy could cook. Daddy was in the Air Force as so well. Back in the gap, you know, a lot of the men could. Yes, girl, he could out cook Mama. Make a sweet potato pie make you want to slap your mom. Oh, wow. I ain't heard that. Do that you understand right me? There. Oh, slap! My Mama would tell him to make the sweet potato pies because she knew they were that good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow.
1: He made his own meringue to go on him and everything. Oh, that's that's my daddy's uh, Eddie Carter couldn't home. cook.
0: Now my grandfather and my godfather both could, but my daddy mm. <laughs> <laughs> we He said he was him. good
2: at the love, that's why he we was a loved, pastor. He
0: was mm-hmm. my father was he was the the hand the quintessential handyman. <laughs> if duct tape could hold it, then Eddie Carter could fix yeah. it. Baby. But he could not cook. We would
1: have hot dogs. Now this man could cook. Some Mm -mm. pinto beans. Mm -mm. Girl
0: and seasoned just right. We used to tease my daddy and ask my daddy, what was you eating before you and mama got married? Lord, have mercy.
1: What was you eating?
0: Because daddy was 27 and mama was 18 when they Ooh. got married. So what was you eating? You had been but on your own. clearly he, he understood that he was like, house. look, I need somebody no, my that's
1: going to be able to make He was in Georgia. Now he going to be from Georgia and not be able to be cook? Wait a minute. That's blasphemy. Hey, nah, we know he could cook
0: something, but now my daddy can make, he can two things in the world that Eddie Carter can make for us to this day and we was sitting wait like little, babies pancakes and grilled cheese sandwiches well yeah that's what daddy was eating that my daddy would go in there like i'm making grilled cheese but we'd all be at table like i want to baby wait if he was like the last time uh my mother's 45th birthday Mm -hmm. we surprised her and all of us came home and spent the weekend at home with them and she didn't even know we were staying. She was like, "What y'all all doing here?" We was like, "We spending the night." She was like, "Dude, what?"
2: All I like y'all? all of y'all.
0: We didn't bring the kids. It was just all the children back at home. Oh, so the four of us nice. went home. And Daddy out the next morning, and I was me and my sister was still asleep. And she said, "My brother came to Doug to my daddy making pancakes." Everybody was like, Let me wash my teeth,
1: brush my teeth. Let's Everybody go!" Everybody up! Everybody up! Everybody up! Let's go! Daddy making pancakes. The way my daddy will wake us up, especially during the summer, by frying bacon. Get. Yeah. And the other Nothing thing, like that bacon will get you coming down them the stairs. The other thing that we loved that he and I shared were fried green tomatoes.
0: Yeah. What? And see, that's knew, one I got from art. That's one I got from art.
1: He knew. He knew. If he couldn't get me with the bacon, them green tomatoes was gonna I'm on my me. way. I'm on, I my, my, on way. my way. Amen. He sat there and he listened. He listened more than he talked. But when he talked, he had a word for you. Mm-hmm. And you had to listen.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: And you had to understand where he was coming from. Yeah. I remember a time me and my um, best friend were into it. And we functioned like sisters back in the day. And he called her over to the house. And he called us both outside. He said, I'm going to come show you something about a car. He let the hood up. We're like, what did he finish out? He said, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to know what's going on Mm. but what I do know is you come too far and you've done too much to let whatever it is come in between what you have you've been raised like family, you've been raised like sisters, that's what you're going to keep acting like so whatever it is that needs to be fixed, fix it before you come back in this house and when you come back in this house I want it fixed well he believed in talking and not just fighting yeah, if you gonna fight, you better win. Don't fight unless you know you're gonna win. Mm. Well, that part.
2: My dad was big on self confidence. Mm. One of the things that my girlfriend she reminds me of, and I I remember it. But I even after telling her the story, I didn't I don't even realize how impactful the story is until she reminds me of, and she's like, Oh, I'll never forget that mister. Mm-hmm. Reynolds, and she never even knew my dad is I was dating this uh this guy in college, and you know it was a big thing to go to church with somebody mm-hmm. you know when somebody invites you to church, you're like, okay." they showing you up. It's getting, it's getting real, okay? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Sure. That's like taking you home. This is, mm-hmm. this is that's real. A matter of fact,
0: sometimes, depending on your, where you are in life, taking them and whose church it is. Because if it's my yeah. family church, there you go. then that's even more important than taking you to the family reunion. Yeah. yeah.
2: it's really important. That's the introduction. There you go. So when he invited we me to for church, real, for real. I was like, okay, okay, I run upstairs. You know, I'm getting all dressed and things. And, you know, daddy's downstairs getting ready to get ready to go over to the Kingdom Hall, so he goes to the Kingdom Hall. You know, then he goes to open a store because you know you can't sell uh, can't sell beer in Texas on Sundays till twelve, mm-hmm. right? So you know, I find something to do. So we you know I'm getting <laughs> dressed and I'm going down there to uh, to ask Dad. You know, after he's doing his hair, I'm like, okay, Daddy, what do I look like? Do I look okay? Do I let I me? Mean, does everything look right? I mean, he's almost here. He's almost here. And my dad stops for just a second. He looks and he goes. I don't know. How do you think you look? Mhm. And I look down. I'm like, what? I think I look all right. I, I mean, I, th- I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Mhm. That's all that matters. That means you look all right. Turned mm-hmm. right back around. Kept right on getting dressed,
1: baby. Right because my daddy said, you don't care what somebody else thinks of you.
2: Only your only opinion your
1: opinion matters. matters. And you know who you are. Exactly. And it makes the biggest difference. It does. Instead
2: of looking everywhere else. Well, wait. Everybody else's approval.
1: Well, wait a minute. Oh well, until I had a fight with my first cousin. Stop it. Then it was You "You don't care what people think? Well you out here fighting your cousin. I said, You told me don't care what they think. Why I gotta care now? There's
2: Smart no take ass. backs
1: on this. <laughs> and when y'all meet her child, y'all will understand. But you know what? Why he is her papa all over again. He is, and he is the only grandchild that my father had that he held without a pillow. Um. Because my dad thought they were too fragile that they would break or he thought he was going to drop them or whatever. Mm. But that's the one thing I can say. He took him and he told my mama, he don't have no daddy. He got a mama. So we going to be the daddy. So we going to do what he won't do. And this baby going to have a family. And that's all that matters at the end Mm. of the day. And so I took a picture of him holding him and every Father's Day I post that picture to remind me and to remind him that he's loved. Exactly you come from a family. And you have a family that Mm -hmm. supports you and that loves you. He may not have liked everything that I did right. But he supported me regardless. And that's what matters. And that's what matters. I could go home without a dime in my pocket mm-hmm. and leave and feel like the wealthiest bitch ever in life I mean to tell you I didn't have to worry about nothing to eat mm-hmm. nothing to drink mm-hmm. nowhere to sleep nope no gas in my car Yep, these are things they're gonna make sure it's done he said just get home
2: that's it make it to the house and as you long as you rest. can
1: get home everything else is gonna come bingo and until the day he died He made sure of that. So when he left, I was not angry. I was at peace because he was no longer in pain. Yeah. And I didn't have to watch him.
2: Be in pain.
1: Be in pain. Yeah. Because he was
2: hurting. It's nothing like seeing the person that who's the giant in your life. Somehow Mm -hmm. life
0: breaks them. So that is uh that's a tough one, right? So I, my granddaddy was um July is the anniversary of his passing. Um, he was supposed to we my sister and I was supposed to go home that weekend prior. My grandmother called and said, Don't worry about it, he's coming home this weekend And um we was like, Oh, okay, cool, we'll come down Next weekend, yeah, time to get in and get settled back at the house. Since
2: you didn't realize what she and said, what
0: she no, 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 no. Well, yeah, technically, I guess I didn't realize what she was actually saying. He mm-hmm. was supposed to be released and going home. Um, and by Saturday night, my mama called, crying. Mm-hmm. My mother's not a crier, so when she calls crying, we know immediately something, something is like wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother has never ever. Ever been a crier, and um, when she called that night, and first of all, furthermore, it was like eleven forty-five, and I'm like,
1: "What you doing on my phone?" You know them phone calls, right?
0: Mm-hmm. For my mama, mama mm-hmm. been in the bed, right? Uh, but anywho, so he didn't make it. Right. And I think I'm um, uh, to your point, Jay, when they are the giants in your world. My gr- my grandfather was a short man, but he was, a, he was, a, he was a, his nickname was Dump. Uh, he was a short dude, but his his presence was
1: powerful. powerful.
0: Right. Powerful. He was a man. He was a pastor and he had been a pastor for over 50 years. And majority of that in Waco, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, And so in majority of my family is there. Okay. Uh, cousins, my his sisters was there. I got you know aunties and cousins and everybody from both sides of the family, and mm-hmm. we would pile up in that church. And in church, majority of the folks in church was related to us in some kind of way, <laughs> right? Um, there are very few places I can walk in Waco and I, people not look at me and go, "You cause you, you related to Call?" Yeah. And yes, I'm his oldest grandchild. Oh, you sure? I remember you as a baby. I don't, I don't know who you are, but okay, you know. That's but cool. everybody knows you. You like, well, hey, you don't know, right? Oh. You 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 so and so, baby, right? Yeah, you remember that because you done baby? been, you know, everybody done held you, right? But at, but that point about your giants when they start to break, it, it's it's hard, right? Soul shattering as women like I, my grandfather was when he got sick. Now we had watched this man be declared clinically dead twice because he had a heart attack and heart stopped, mm-hmm. right? Um, and come back, stood up in the pulpit again and preached. Wow. Um, we had watched him go through. Uh, cancer in his stomach. We watched him go through numerous hospital visits and still get up. And so when Mama, when my grandmother, Mama, said he was coming home, we was like,
2: oh, "Okay, cool. He's coming home. He's coming home." This is not anything yo normal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This ain't this ain't this not change. This not different for us. We used to you coming home.
0: Um, and then when it came to my uh, Godfather, um, he passed at eighty nine years old. And he had dementia. Mm-hmm. And uh, dementia is one of the most horrible diseases. Hmm. To watch a person who is full of life... Disintegrate. In front of your eyes, JJ. Mm-hmm. To where you are. And it's not not that it's a problem, but when you are now having to change a diaper for a person who changed yours. Mm-hmm.
2: It's, I, I would imagine that is that is so shaking in a way that, that I am unable to fathom. I was at least blessed enough. That's the only blessing I can take from it is the fact that blessing and a curse that my dad was up and able and moving every day of his life. And I Mm -hmm. think that's the jarring part that sticks with you is that someone so full of life, so present, so meaningful to so many people in an instant. I remember talking to him on my birthday because he was a Jehovah's witness. I mentioned him going to the kingdom Kingdom hall. Hall. Mm -hmm. I would ask him the same question every Christmas. Why don't you believe in Christmas? I mean, Jesus was born. I I don't understand it. He was born, but there is no proof that he was born on this day. Mm. This is true. And this is what makes it a pagan holiday. So yeah, he would, but he would never get irritated with me. And he also never wished me a happy birthday in my entire life Mm. until the year he died.
1: Mm.
2: To this day, I didn't even think he knew my birthday. Wow. And I, you know, I'd spoken with him. I'd been up in Dallas and we were on spring break and I was hankering to get back to New Orleans Cause I was like, it's my birthday. It's gonna be my twenty-first birthday. I want to get it. I want to get it. I want to get drink. it. I want to drink. I want to drink. I can't wait till I can drink. And uh, at the time, he had, he had gotten a little bit sick. He'd had um, he'd had a stroke. Okay. And my sister tells me, uh, my sister tells me, oh, he's gonna be just fine. And I feel like if, you know, the 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 good and bad thing is I probably trust my sister more than I trust my mother. Because mm. <laughs> my sister really was my mother in every way that mattered mm. growing up. Okay. So if did nobody else say that he was okay, Patty said he's okay. He'd be fine. And if Patty says he's going to be okay, that's as good as, you know, God saying it himself. Yeah. It's good to go. Mm-hmm. So I go ahead and get my stuff packed up you know to head on back to school I head back to school too excited but I got my my outfit fresh from Bale's mm. I am too fly Okay, not Bale's I am too fly mm. because it was a hot thing you know for us to go to Bale's that was in Tarot to us that was like You (laughs) were shopping one-on-one when you're hanging out at Bay Mm -mm. So, you know, so I go there, get my little old birthday outfit and ready the next day. And so I'm all prepared to skip class. I am not a person who skipped class, folks, in high school and junior high and any of those things because my parents were scary. Okay. Mine were, too. And you just never knew when they were going to drop from the ceiling and be like, I see you, get your ass. Mm. So, you know, I was prepared. I'm like, oh, suck it, now. I'ma skip me some class. ain't nobody gonna know. So I skipped class on uh on the 10th on my birthday. But I remember talking to my girlfriend uh and was just like, oh, but you know, daddy's not feeling well and da-da-da-da. But Patty said he's gonna be all right. She's like, girl, yeah, you're gonna be good, gonna be good. We get up the next day, we are prepared to Get ready to go hang out. Now, I'm not going to say what we were doing, folks. Naughty things. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. So I get up the next day after eating up all the meringue pie that night. Mm -mm, Not all the meringue pie. All the meringue pie in one sitting. Again, we are not going to discuss that at this time. So I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. This is what we're going to do on my day that I'm skipping class. And let me call check on dad call the hospital, my dad gets on the phone, and before I can say a word, he goes, happy birthday. And I stop right then. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I'm looking at the phone like it's a foreign object. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, did I? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: What what did you just say? Mm. Oh, I know, it's your birthday. I was just telling your mama. Your mama just left from up here. That's your birthday today. And I was like, what in the hell- mm-hmm. and he goes and I'm like well you know daddy I'm I'm down at the school you know I'm I'm not there he was like oh I know you're not there but that's okay you know I'm gonna come on down there and see you you're not even gonna know I'm coming mm. he got off the phone and had a heart attack and that day, I've never I've never thought that it was real when somebody says sometimes you can be so connected to a person that you feel
1: you do. You do. the
2: moment they leave this earth. Oh, my
1: God, you do. And in that
2: moment, all of a sudden, it was like the world jolted to a stop mm-hmm. and everything moved in slow motion. And I really thought that I was like, something is in my drink. <laughs> I have clearly, like, I'm smelling something off. Something hard. is wrong. I have kicked it just a little, too, a little, hard a little too hard today, because the world is really moving in slow motion, and I didn't find out that he died until the next day when I went back to school. Mm-hmm. And apparently, when I got to school, my uh, my dorm mom, you know, ushered me in when I was walking in the door, and I was like, oh, a- I must be in some real trouble. They was waiting for me. Mm-hmm oh, they're going to know. They knew it skipped. And so I come... How will they know? <laughs> how did they know? <laughs> so I go, and the lady's like, okay, you need to call your mama. She's like, you know, Jay, you need to call your mom. And I was like, all right, I will. She could tell by the look on my face. I was lying through my teeth. I had zero intention of picking up that phone. And she goes, no, really, you need to call your mama. And I was like, okay. I'm going to call her. And, she, you know, and then she goes, no, really, you need come 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 in here mm-hmm. and come and sit down make sure you call your mom. exactly and you know I, I begin to protest and tell her I'm just like it's okay. my mom does this once every month someone stole her child. I will call her and that's when she realizes like no really I ain't calling and she told she tells me right there mm. she goes you need to call your mama because you your, your dad passed away yesterday. And I'm like, lady, this is not funny. Uh Uh-uh. You not cute. Because actually my dad is sick. Mm -hmm. So your joke is not funny right now. Right. And I don't think I've ever just, I just completely gave way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, she's telling me this. I literally drop all of the stuff. In my hand, I take off in a full-on run, full-on sprint mm-hmm. to my dorm. Never mind that I don't have my key. I can't get in. so i am I'm banging on the door within an inch of my life, and I just collapse right there. Yeah And it's just like all of the breath just gone out of me because that- this 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 powerful person had left this earth. So I mean, that's why I, to this day, my friends, anybody who's a, who's an advocate in their in their child's life, who's attempting to be a great mm-hmm. father, I'm like, allow this man this space, mm-hmm. this opportunity, mm-hmm. because you don't understand the impact mm-hmm. that fathers take the space that they take up in a daughter's or, you know, or a son's life. Mm-hmm. It's important.
1: It is.
2: So
0: it's a interesting dynamic and where you go with that, the, the space that they take up in children's lives, right? Um, for me, again, my mama had me young, so this is not my biological father. Eddie Carter is not my biological father. Right, And the day that he left us, as I told y'all, we giggled and laughed the day before. My mother got to the hospital the morning of his surgery and she was a little late so she missed him going to the operating room. But when she called to the operating room, he was in the back and you could hear him laughing. With the nurses, okay,
2: which was not uncommon with us,
0: right? And the nurses even told us when we went to view the body, when they told us that he had passed, uh, we waited for everybody to get there. We went down to see his body. And the doctor said that when they got, he told the anesthesiologist when they put the mask on to put him to sleep, he said, y'all hurry up because I got people waiting on me. Mm. And they all giggled, right? It took my sister and my mommy and I three years after his death to realize he wasn't even talking about us. Mm Mm-mm. He was talking about his dad and his mom, yeah. right? And so, but the impact that they leave is massive. Like your daddy, I have a story with my father and my friends. My parents were not the friendliest. We didn't do company at our house. Mom was like, "I got four kids. I ain't taking nobody else's child over here." <laughs> right? Um, but uh, even with my my kids' friends who would come when we would have cookouts and things, DeAndre still has friends who say, "Man, your papa was cool."
1: Right, my I told
0: y'all before that my daddy taught D how to read um, but he also taught D how to drive mm. um, and um, when DeAndre finished up he passed away as DeAndre was going to school to get his to be a medical assistant and as he when he finished medical assistant school he was supposed to have somebody walk him down the aisle I didn't find out until the week before graduation that DeAndre had planned on asking my daddy but daddy had passed earlier that summer And so I said, well, do you want me to walk? And he said, no. I said, you're going to be okay? He said, yeah. I said, you know, Papa was right there next to you. He said, I know. That's why I don't need you to walk.
1: Mm.
0: Right? Um, But when you look at the impact that men have on the lives of children, DeAndre's father was in and out. And uh, for Michaela, it was funny. Michaela was our first girl. I had D. My mama had Trey and Sid, so there had not been a girl since I had DeAndre nine years prior.
2: Mm.
0: Me and April were the only two girls. And then it come with Kayla, right? And so I remember when we brought her home and daddy just kept standing at us. You going to hold her?
2: <laughs> She's a girl. And he was it's like,
0: weird. yeah. And he, she and daddy had a, when she was a little, like a toddler and she could talk, she and daddy would go round and round. It was so funny that they would go. I was like, Daddy, you arguing with her? She's a toddler. Are you serious right now? Did you hear her? Right. Like, Daddy, you ain't gonna gonna whoop nobody. Like, what's really going on? But when he passed away, I didn't realize that my kid was grieving so hard. You know, that's as parents, sometimes we forget that they grieve too. Um, But I really didn't understand that she missed my daddy that much. Um, And I have a picture of them. I think this was... One of Grace's birthdays, Um, we were at the zoo in Fort Worth and Kayla and Daddy were walking in front of everybody. So I got a picture of them walking away and I'm going to get it blown up so she can keep it. Um, My mama has one. She had my mother said she has one in her attic of DeAndre and Daddy the same way. Um, And so I was like, this is so cool. But I never really like when when we told D that Daddy had passed away, he literally fell on the floor and just started crying. Uh, He just lost it because for him, that's Daddy. He just lost it. Like that was it, Um, and so it it was tough. It was tough, and for us to sit back and reassess the impact um, when we had my father's uh, wake and everybody came in. um, You know, we was like, where all these people come from? My daddy was not a social person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All these people know daddy. People know this man, and they they know he don't really like them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. It was my sister and my brother and I. We always clown y'all and it's the four of us. We was like, we was all on the road together. We was like, he didn't know he didn't like D- y'all know he didn't like, did these people know he didn't like them? <laughs> uh, I mean, it was packed. And then at the service, they had to put chairs outside. Cause we had it at a funeral home. They had to put chairs outside the chapel. It was so packed. We was like, did these people know that he really didn't like them? I, I don't think we should tell him. We shouldn't tell him that he wasn't really <laughs> fooling with none of them. <laughs> But my, we took my father out in the best way. Like, even now, we we sit up and we talk about daddy's impact. His birthday was last month. And uh, on his birthday, I woke up and I told my brother to him, I said, y'all, I heard daddy giggling in my dreams last night. My little brother was like, oh, you had a good dream. <laughs> I was like, he's telling one of the most stale-ass jokes. <laughs> but we laughed, right? Um, and so, um, it's just to watch the impact right when he passed away and we had the service because we were not in the church we let my daddy have his service the way he wanted to mm-hmm. so as they pushed his casket out his favorite song came on hey come way? on come on take a ride there's a party over here that ain't no jive hey. it's live live it's all the way live don't even have to walk don't even have to drive Why? baby you should have seen them preachers like the preachers that was pushing that was coming out behind him, reading the scriptures at the service they was like jamming what is this? I mm-hmm. said that was daddy's favorite song Fantastic Voyage. That was his favorite
2: song. I love that. Yeah.
0: I love that. That was it. Like my daddy loved a party. Amen. Mm-hmm. And it, it was even better when he got to do it with his children. And no, we didn't kick
2: it like that y'all. Right. We, it was the appropriate kind of party. Exactly. It was a, party. Of, it exactly. was a good mm-hmm. fun time. We partied time. with my dad all the time. and that, Hey, he was a fun
0: man. Yeah. He fun it man. Was, he was it was appropriate. Like my father had worked, like your daddy, like yours. They had worked so hard their whole lives. Yes. And so to get a chance to watch them relax was always beautiful. 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 Right. Like and for me with uh with art, my godfather, I never got to do that. Mm-hmm. right he worked now he was a cool cat smoked his own he made his road his own tobacco smoked, t- smoked a pipe he fished yes, i watched yes. watch him scale fish in the backyard yes. he had a garden on the side of the you house he it. drove a truck we would drive
2: to Tennessee mm. we would go to Michigan we would go everywhere together those to are the greatest kind of men yes so he they was a hard. working
0: man right? Yes, he would do
2: mm. his Love thing a man.
0: Yes. and he was calm and quiet we would sit on the couch and to this day if y'all ever come to my house and catch me watching MASH or Barney Miller it is Art's fault because I will watch MASH and Barney Miller because that is the things that we watch. My dad's was the Rifleman. Hey, we do mm-hmm. westerns, mm-hmm. gun okay. all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Long, the Lone Ranger was a, was a real popular one in Art's house. It was real. It and was so, real. you know, but, but to watch when I when I watched him with dementia and watched him deteriorate to the point that he did not know who I was. This man had brought me home from the hospital. Yeah. And I remember going to visit, and I remember leaving out the living room one time, and him talking to my godmother, and goes, "Who is that?" and it hurt me I had to go in my room and close the door yeah and my god came in and she said Shawana that's not him that's not him and it was the hardest thing it was the hardest thing to watch him and I was going home almost every six weeks but to get home six weeks later and realize that he had lost more weight Mm. and his hands were now all the bones Skin was minimal. I mean, fat was minimal. Yeah, and you could literally see the bones in his arms and his legs. Mm. And I remember him at one point telling my godmother uh, that he needed to have his diaper changed, and he didn't want me to do it. He wanted me to leave the room. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I remember coming home two times, you know, two months later, and I had to do it. It was the first time I'd ever had to do it. Hardest thing ever. But I'm not gonna let you suffer either. Exactly. And so when we got to the ending portion where. I got the call from my godmother that says, they don't think you're going to make it through the night. And she says, but I'll call you. And I said, you don't have to call me. I'm on my way. And she said, you don't have to come. I said, I'm on my way. Yeah. And I called me Akins and I said, hey, I got to shut the office down. I got to go. And I packed it up. And I packed up my clothes and I hopped on the next thing smoking. And I was out of there. And by the time I got there and got to him, it was like less than 24 hours later, he was gone. Yeah. And uh, I remember laying in the bed with him and holding his hand. And I remember him whispering in his ear and saying, It's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. You can go.
1: That's the hardest thing that you have to do.
2: Yeah.
0: And I told him, I said, It's okay. And I'm here. I'm not going to leave her alone. She'll be fine. Because they have no kids. Yeah. I am their child. Yeah and so it was maybe about four or five hours mama and I sat in the living room watching TV family feud um, she loves Steve Harvey <laughs> you get a new car <laughs> Sorry, I, um, and we got ready to go to bed and she walked in the room I walked in there and giving him a kiss said I'm going to bed I'll see you in the morning as I always would and um, by the time I made it to my room to pull off my shirt mama hollered Shawana come here And I ran in there I said what's wrong She said I don't think he's breathing And he was gone But there's a wave of peace That surrounds you And the difference between him and my father JJ Is that daddy's was so quick Yeah That if I had to And I'm sure Akins can understand If I had to Do that again That I had to do with art Watching him Versus immediate. Exactly. I knew that my father was the man who would say, "Take me now."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't let them see this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not that Art chose that.
2: That's a good perspective. But I know
0: that Art is the man who knew that we would.
2: Not that we wouldn't have done it for my dad. I don't get you on know what, and I th- I think that's what the benefit of 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 God being the 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 divine decision maker. That's it. Right is, there. is because and maybe that's why he had to go the way that he went it's with none of us around. That, it's the only thing that gave us comfort. Was because
0: JJ, was none of us
2: could have said. Would have ever said take them away. To take it. It would have never come out. Not ever.
0: It, I couldn't have imagined to do
2: anything give anything.
0: Every day you see stories on the news of people who have to decide to pull the plug and there's no way that any one of us four and I'm sure of you five yeah. would have said unplug nope right there's no way there's no way that you get you there I don't know how you make that decision I don't and even in the fact that we had to watch art go from a six foot two 250 pound able-bodied man to about a hundred pounds yeah. of flesh that could not move without somebody moving him. him
2: yeah
0: even though we had to watch that there is still something in something special in knowing that god decided that it was time to go now yes. would i have liked to have for him to have gone where he didn't have as much pain or he didn't feel like he lost his dignity because now somebody has to change your diaper they have to bathe you with right. make sure you eat right. all those things yes but i'm not the decision maker
2: exactly Would i have whether he given us five more minutes with my father to this day, you know, and that's probably something that, you know, that's something that I reconcile with my, with my own therapist in my own time is to this day, I would, there is nothing in my life. There's no one in my life that I wouldn't give up in two seconds. Yeah. Just for one second longer. Just one. With my dad. Just one. I never said goodbye. I never went to view his body, any of those things that made finality Real mm. for me. And it was because I wanted to I wanted to remember him smiling. I wanted to remember him, you know, anytime when it was time to go was off, let's lock and load. <laughs> that was his fave, you know, his favorite phrase. Anytime somebody come in and ask about beer, is it cold? Colder than a mother-in-law's handshake. Hey! <laughs> Yeah, you have those things, and I wanted to keep those. And I wanted to keep them. Yeah. I didn't want them to be degraded mm-hmm. in any way by me seeing him in a capacity that was lesser than, but those are also things that I beat myself up about mm-hmm. because I wish I would have said goodbye. It's not too late. But I didn't. God brings him back to me in the form of a robin that visits my house, that stalks my house a little bit. But because I feel like that's my dad... Coming to see me whenever I see this this bird that I've affectionately named Bert. Don't ask me why. Okay. <laughs> I have I have no idea. Bird named Bert. Bird named Bert. Whenever I pull up to the house and I haven't seen Bert in a while, and you know I'm I'm missing my dad. When Bert comes around, and I'm just like, Hey, Dad. Yeah. I miss you too. Mm-hmm. Now go and get out of my way. I'm trying to get in the house now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. I don't let myself stay in that space for too long, yeah. but I tell you know I remember those things that make me smile about it. That's it.
0: that's it. you know you have to choose to choose to remember the funny pieces, yeah right like for me and art he don't he wouldn't remember this but i have a video i keep videos
1: i'm so glad i have a
0: video video. of uh, my godmother and art her birthday is in june his was in may and uh, his was matter of fact just a few days ago on the 29th um it would have been his 93rd um but they had a birthday party together his last year alive and um that was in june he was gone by october Um, but, um, at that birthday party, the DJ played September, which is my favorite song because I'm a September baby and this gentleman in his wheelchair and I dance.
2: Oh, nice. My godmother
0: drove his wheelchair, and I stood there, and we jigged a little like, bit. Mm, yes. Mm, mm. So the three of us were together, and it was fun, right? It was reminiscent of all my years growing up when it's just been the three of us. And um, I'm glad you have that video. Those are memories. Those re- are memories. To refer to, because that's I have, all I got are my memories. I yeah. have no video. I will have goo gobs of pictures. My godmother is a picture hoarder. So I have
2: two
0: <laughs> gobs of pictures of us, me as a child, as a baby, he and I together. And um, it was just, you know, those are the things that I hold dear. Right, I hold those things dear. I hold all the time sitting in the backyard with him while he's scaling fish because he's been fishing all day. He smell awful, but we scaling <laughs> fish. and He chopping off heads and we finna go ahead and fry it down. Right, uh, those are the
2: best memories. Those are remember. the best. Daddy ones. was the one to let me play. First one to let me play with the eyeball. Now that's probably why I have an affection with you know food. That's probably a little weird. more than most. so you I know I want to put my finger in everything. Daddy, can I play with the eyeball? Yeah. We, we, you know, watching
0: art out there and cutting the grass and all those things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as we start to close this down, the impact that our fathers have is immeasurable. Mm -hmm. It is. Like, we are three grown-ass women. And um, the smiles on our face that you cannot see, even with the tears in our eyes, (laughs) are... um, Bigger than they've ever been, right? Because that's our dad, right? And um, for everything that some people will find bad about my daddy, baby, I can challenge that with something good about that man. Not not
2: a near smart person with that ounce of common sense would ever be so foolish. Don't test me. As to ever say anything disparaging about me. my dad. Not about my pop. Because James Reynolds was a man of legend Listen let me tell you something there are um
0: there are many who are without a father, and there are many who are blessed as I was with three. yeah there are many who have one or two um cherish them. Those men are truly one of a kind. Those who lead and guide in love, frustration, sometimes a little touch of anger. They are few and far between. They are. They will go to the end of the earth for you. They will love you. They will provide you structure, discipline, and show you what love looks like. Yes. And as you get older, you will appreciate them.
2: Try to appreciate them now. 'Cause older is not promised. It is not. It's not promised. Plus you can have a lot more fun when they're when they're <laughs> when you're younger. You can swing on their legs and on you their arms. You can have all the good times. <laughs> all the good times.
0: So, daddies, you are appreciated. This is not a day you have to share. I know y'all be like, Oh, we're gonna get one cord. You you get the ugly tile on the rack, the one that was always We're gonna sale. give you all your flowers today. Get yeah. up. Daddies are needed. Daddies are wanted. Daddies are loved. Daddies are appreciated. Daddy's impact is immeasurable. Daddy's hand is unfailable. Daddy's love surrounds us in ways that you won't see until we're grown. Your daughters need you, your sons need you. Your community needs you. Wherever you are, stand up and take your bow today. We love you. we catch y'all next time.